Welcome to the Tall Cop Says Stop podcast. Everybody, I'm Jermaine Galloway, the Tall Cop. Today, we're going to talk about Tianeptine, what it is, where it comes from, why it's so popular, and why we are actually seeing some states who are banning this drug. Uh, as you know, I talked to you about street-level drug trends, so I'm going to give you kind of the perspective that we have seen from opioid seekers and other people who are wanting to use legal over-the-counter substances and the availability of this drug. So Tianeptine, in case you guys do not know how this is spelled and have never heard of this drug, it's T-I-A-N-E-P-T-I-N-E, Tianeptine, all right? So with Tianeptine, this is very well known as gas station heroin. Uh, boy, could I keep you here for about an hour or two hours just talking to you, Neptine, and what I'm finding on the streets. But I want to give you a really good snapshot of what this is and why it's popular. So first, before I can kind of do that, I need to lay the foundation. Tianeptine is commonly sold on our streets as a mood enhancer or dietary supplement. To be fair to mood enhancers and dietary supplements, all, really most, mood enhancers and dietary supplements are perfectly fine. I know some of our listeners on here actually take mood enhancers and or dietary supplements. Most are fine, but also that is terminology used for drugs of abuse. So dietary supplement, mood enhancer are terms used for drugs of abuse that are labeled on certain products, including many of the TNEPTEEN products I find. And I want to kind of give you an idea of how this drug is increasing in trends based off my scans and what I see in stores. So I've been training on Tianeptine, I'm going to give you a guess, eight years, 10 years, somewhere in there. I've been training on this drug. All right. So I've been speaking about it in trainings. Many of you guys have been in my in-person trainings and you've heard me talk to you about Tianeptine. I am finding more Tianeptine in the last 12 months than I have found in the last eight years combined. And what I mean by that is I commonly find it more in stores, mostly gas stations, mostly smoke shops, head shops, sometimes in shopping malls. Not common, but every now and then at those kiosks and shopping malls, I'll find TNEPTEEN. But not only am I finding it more per times I check, I'm finding the quantities to be significantly higher. And I mean a lot higher. So if I walked into a store Let's say uh, in a state where I found Tianeptine, let's say North Carolina was one of the last times I ran into it. So if I walked into a store in North Carolina or New Hampshire where I ran into it there also, they might have had one box of Tianeptine. And if I would have gone into four or five smoke shops in that state, maybe one smoke shop had it and the others did not. All right. Now, if I go into smoke shops in that state, they have shelves of it, not a box, but shelves of it hundreds of bottles. And that that doesn't include what might be in the back, right? What might be in the storage area. That's just what's out on the shelves. And most of the stores in that area that I go into have TNFTing. So it's gone from one box in a store every here and there to shelves in, I'd say, depending on the state, maybe half the, half the stores I'm going into, 40%. So it has increased significantly, but it is not as, let's say, prevalent as Kratom or something like that. But we are going to talk about all those associations here in a second. So what is Tianeptine? First, let's break it down real quick. It's sold as a mood enhancer. It's sold as a dietary supplement. It is approved for medicinal use in other countries, but not the United States. This is not an FDA-approved drug. This is not a regulated drug, which means it is a free-for-all, and you do not know what's in that bottle. 
Tianeptine goes under multiple other names, Zaza being the most common one I see. Uh, and to put it in context, when I first started seeing Tianeptine eight, seven, eight years ago, it would go under the name Tiana, T-I-A-N-N-A. That was the most common name that I saw this drug under. Now the most common name it's under is Zaza, Z-A-Z-A. So some of you might work with people who are cannabis users, and they're going to say, I don't know what that tall guy was talking about. Zaza is weed. That is true. Zaza is a strain of cannabis also. So look at it like this. You can have a drug name that has multiple different drug types under it. Who Go figure, right? Who knew? So Zaza is a strain of cannabis. Zaza is also Tianeptine. Tianeptine is a synthetic. Tianeptine is made in labs. Tianeptine is made by chemists. There's nothing natural about Tianeptine. Little curveball I want to throw you and something really to pay attention to. Zaza can have multiple different things in it, or the Tianeptine, to be more fair, the Tianeptine bottles I find can have multiple different things in it. Sometimes I find bottles that should have Tianeptine in it under the same name, and they don't. Sometimes I find Tianeptine and drugs like Kava, K-A-V-A, and Kava is a, is a natural depressant. It is not a synthetic. It is a natural depressant. Some of these bottles I find Tianeptine and Kava in. Some of these bottles, like last week in Alabama, it just had Kava. It was a brand of Tianeptine that I've seen multiple times. It should have had Tianeptine in it. When I looked at the back, they did not have Tianeptine. They just had Kava in it. So it's all across the board. I tell all my classes, you cannot just look at the brand name. Like when we go out and we buy soda pop, it's the same soda no matter what state I buy it in. It's the same soda pop. No, none of us look at the soda pop can and look at the contents because it's the same stuff. With drugs, that is not the case. They change stuff around. They change the components around of what's in there. They add stuff. They take stuff out. So just because you're buying the same name does not mean you're buying the same drug, so, which means for us as kind of investigators and us as mental health and treatment, if someone gives us the name of a drug, it doesn't automatically mean that's what they took. It means we have to look a little closer into it when we talk these TNEPTINE products and these mood enhancers and these dietary supplements. So why do people want to use TNEPTINE? Why is this drug so popular? Because... Heroin, opioid seekers tell us it works very similar to heroin in the body for them. In other words, many people are taking Tianeptine to help with withdrawal symptoms. They take it to avoid rehab or treatment. And they take it, some people take it as an antidepressant. And in other countries, it is prescribed medicinally as an antidepressant. So some people will tell you it can cause them to be lethargic, agitation, anxiety. It is an addictive drug. And it will cause withdrawals, depending on your level of addiction, of course. It will cause withdrawals. So with Tianeptine, one of the ways that I have referenced this is legal heroin. Many other people call it gas station heroin because it's sold at gas stations and smoke shops. Of course, you can buy it online also. Tianeptine has been highlighted by the FDA in an article dated February 10th, 2022, it's Tianeptine products linked to serious harm, overdoses, and deaths. That's on the FDA's website. So the FDA does talk about it, and they go, in, go into pretty good depth talking about the dangers of this drug and the safety risks. So you guys can check that out also. A lot of my information on Tianeptine comes from actually the drug seekers themselves. And 
some of them have highlighted the withdrawals from this drug are actually worse than opioid withdrawals. Which brings me to this. Tianeptine is legally being sold, and I don't want to say legal, is at least being sold over the counter and presumed to be legal in approximately about 40 states. We might be a little bit less than that now because we're seeing a lot of state activity with this drug right now. But approximately 40 states I can find this over the counter in. Uh, To give you a few states that I know who have regulated this drug or have done something with it, at least over the last several years, uh, Michigan, Oklahoma, Alabama, Florida most recently, Tennessee, just to name some, all right, that have done something about Tianeptine in the last few years. But there's many others who have not. You can Google search if your state has banned Tianeptine because there's been pretty much news media on this drug in every single state talking about it. So sometimes you'll hear the, well, no one's ever died from it because legal means safe, right? Guys, when you talk addiction, legality and safety have nothing to do with each other. When you talk drug addiction, legality and and safety have zero to do with each other. There are drugs that are legal that are not safe at all. Tianeptine is one of those drugs, okay? Kratom would be another one. So with these drugs, and as we talk about Tianeptine and highlight that, here's something to keep in mind is it is being sold over the counter, and I commonly find it next to Kratom. So if you go by a store in your state and you figured out Tianeptine is legal in your state and you see a store that's selling Kratom, go in there because that's the highest likelihood you're going to have to find Tianeptine. If you see a store selling Tianeptine, they are 100% selling Kratom unless it's been banned in their state, like Arkansas or Alabama who've who've banned Kratom. So unless it's banned in their state, they're right next to each other. And as a mindset, if you know about Kratom, there's a chance, not 100%, not 100% for sure, but there's a chance you know of Tianeptine. If you know of Tianeptine, you do 100% understand and know of Kratom. So the example I give people is like this. If you know, if I ask my class, who in here knows what Coca-Cola is? Well, everybody raise their hand. Everybody knows what Coca-Cola is. Whether you drink it or not, you know what it is. And I look at my class, I say, that means you know what Pepsi is then. And they all kind of nod their heads. Right? I don't have to ask you that. How do I know that? Because they're sold right next to each other. They're marketed right next to each other. They're in the same atmosphere. Everybody knows this. So when we talk about TNFTN sales, I have uh, price points range anywhere between about fifteen to about forty-five dollars. Uh, I have been present in Maine when someone bought TNFTN in Maine. A gentleman bought three bottles, three small bottles of TNFTN. That was shortly after driving through New Hampshire and stopping at a couple smoke shops. Where in one smoke shop in New Hampshire, I asked the clerk, I said, is it popular? And he said, I just got it in, but he said, I'm carrying it now because some of my people have requested it. Meaning people have gone into a smoke shop and said, hey, man, will you start carrying this Tianeptine stuff? And he was selling Zaza. Also, I found it on the East Coast in a shopping mall. I'm walking through a shopping mall, and there's a little kiosk. You guys know those kiosks in the middle of malls between the stores? You know, a lot of times they sell uh, cell phone batteries or vape stuff or teddy bears or whatever. So I'm walking through there, and I see a sign that says Detox, Herbal Cleanse, and Scales. So I stop. That's what draws my attention. I stop, and I look. He has Kratom. And he has Tianeptine sitting right there in the middle of an East Coast shopping mall in a city that has high levels of opioid abuse. Tianeptine also, when we talk about the drug testing side, Tianeptine does not test like a standard opioid. Tianeptine is a test specifically for Tianeptine, which means if you are just testing for opioids, you are not going to flag this drug. 
Tianeptine also is strain specific. I see the Tianeptine red, green, white, and silver. Those are all different strains. The one I see the most by far is the red. The one that is, when we talk emerging drug trends that I'm starting to see a lot more of is the silver. So again, the different strains might have different contents in them. So pay attention to that. Uh, generally, the count of Tianeptine, meaning the amount in the bottle is about 15 to right around 25 capsules. Capsules are the most common way I see this drug. But with it being a synthetic, it absolutely could be a liquid form, but I generally just see it in a capsule form. With Tianeptine also, many places do not have age restrictions. So this drug in many states can be purchased by a 10-year-old. And again, isn't it crazy to think that a school policy at an elementary school would be stronger than a state law would be, meaning the 10-year-old buys it, can legally possess it, but they walk onto an elementary school property, it would be a policy violation, assuming the school even knew what they were dealing with. And another point I raised to many of our schools is this. You catch a student with heroin, you're, they generally suspend for that. They generally even expel for that. You catch a kid with tianeptine, which works like heroin, how are you handling that one, schools? And it's a legal substance. That's why many schools, just so you guys do know, do have policies against legal substances because they're drugs. You can't just take a drug on a school property and say, well, it's legal, so I'm, I'm going to use it. it. Most schools have policies against that because they see a lot of that. They see a lot of legal substances because that's what a lot of students go to. But with Tianeptine, guys, this is hitting multiple different sectors. And like I said, for a person that is in stores and shops, Every week across the United States, I am seeing more Tianeptine now than I've ever seen in the last several years. During our opioid epidemic, during a time that fentanyl is still increasing and fentanyl overdose and fatalities are still increasing, the popularity of this drug is increasing. The last aspect I want to I highlight is this. Why does it not feel like, for some of my listeners, th that this drug is popular? Because if we don't test for a drug, you don't hear about it. Let's do this. It goes full circle. If someone tests for a drug, let's say the state of the state of Texas or New Jersey or whoever, just giving examples because I don't know if they test for this or not. So I'm just throwing out some hypotheticals here. So let's say they test for it. Then they start flagging it in multiple different drug tests. Well, when they get flagged, that means then one lab shares it with another or they share it through other labs in other states. That means then other states start testing for it. Other groups start testing for it, which means your data starts rising because if you test for a drug, you're going to flag it. When you flag it, your data rises for it. When your data rises for it, you write a bulletin. You write a bulletin. That goes out to law enforcement. Law enforcement shares it with schools. They share it with hospitals. So as this continues to flow, people start hearing about it. Therefore, they start looking for it. Let's go back to the very beginning. If you don't test for this drug, then no one flags it. They don't flag it. They don't write a bulletin. They don't write a bulletin. Information doesn't get shared. Information doesn't get shared. It's sold in your shopping malls and gas stations, and you never knew it was there because it's sitting next to all the other stuff, the sexual enhancers, the mood enhancers, the energy drinks. It's sold next to all that stuff at the counter, and it just looks like a little bottle sitting there that looks completely irrelevant, and you never realize it's trending around you, and you are selling a drug that works similar to heroin over the counter. All right. That's why states are starting to ban it. 
That's why you're seeing some news media on it now, even more. I've seen news media in the past, but I'm seeing a lot more now. We are seeing a lot of movement as we roll into 2024 here, January, February 24. We're seeing a lot of movement with TNFT, and I expect to see a lot more. I expect to see more states ban it in 24, and we'll sit back and see if we're going to see a federal ban or any federal legislation on this. At, at this time, we have not. When we do, I will release a podcast highlighting that. All right. In the meantime, guys, remember, you can't stop what you don't know. This is going to be me closing this one out today. Don't forget to sign up for my newsletter. Don't forget to forward out these podcasts and get this information out to people. We're now on Apple along with Spotify, so you can follow us and track with us on both of those. And if you have a question or a topic that you would like me to share on my podcast or highlight, go to tallcopsaysstop.com and send me an email. You'll be surprised at how many emails I get and how many uh, – uh, emails I'll address and I'll reference stuff on this podcast, okay, including some of the success stories that we hear. Keep your heads up, guys. Keep up the good fight. Stay safe, stay healthy out there. Talk to you guys soon. Jermaine Galloway signing off.